Walking Through Glass, the podcast, the podcast where you are invited to ear hustle on an intimate conversation between real women as they discuss their journey, joys, and diva hacks. I am your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown, executive coach, international best-selling author, and bold woman walking through glass every day. Walking Through Glass is about the struggle we face on our journey, which I describe as walking through glass. Our conscious conversations are all about real talk with real women that are doing their best to navigate fear, anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, limited beliefs, negative self-talk, and other BS, you know, belief systems. Welcome to the show. I am so excited for today's show, and more importantly, super excited for today's guest. This has been, I don't know, about 80 years, I feel like, in the making. (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. I'm exaggerating. You know I like to do that. But you are in for a real treat today, and um, I'm going to let my guest introduce herself because I'm excited to what she's going to share, what little nuggets that she um, is going to give you about who she is, what she does, and how she's going to help get you right. Welcome, Miss Tarita. Hello, hello, hello. So good evening, everyone. I am Tarita Hall, um, and I am affectionately known, and this was just dropped in my spirit a couple of months ago, as a life midwife. Um, I am a, a mother of two adult sons, a grandmother to a wonderful bouncing baby boy. Um, I do professionally work for a software company as a business analyst. Um, and then I also serve as an entrepreneur to my own wellness and fitness entity called Total Concept, where we strengthen the mind, the body, and the soul. And we recently celebrated five years of existence um, in April of this year. Um, I am also an elder, an ordained elder, um, responsible for ministerial training at my local church. 
um, in the community. I serve as an ambassador for the Memphis chapter of Black Girls Run. I also serve as the volunteer coordinator for a foundation called the Chris Hope Foundation. And our work, our proceeds, our work, everything that we do is to support families with children battling terminal illnesses. I also serve as a volunteer chaplain for the Family Safety Center, um, where I work with, support, advocate for domestic violence victims, and then just an all-around sister, friend, um, coach, encourager, motivator, and last but definitely not least, a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. So good evening. That is just a little bit about me. Wow, what a powerful! I kind of wanted like I wanted to do it again. I'm like I want to say, do me, do me, do me. <laughs> that was so good. Like I was just like, oh, I want her to do my intro, Toretta. I am so like I said, I feel like I'm on like one of my first dates type of thing. That's how excited y'all that I am um, to be having this conversation with you. I know that we have lots of conversations offline about what's happening, not only in our world, but in the world and the people that we're called to lead Mm -hmm. and in the areas in which we're called to serve. And your, your ability to navigate those spaces just astounds me. Um, And the manner and the spirit in which you do it encourages me. Hmm. to do more and to be better. And so I wanted to make sure that I shared that with you because we don't often know how we are inspiring and impacting other people by the things that we do and that people are always watching. And so, like I said, I'm so excited to be having this conversation and to dig a little bit deeper. And I'm unselfishly sharing you with the world. Yes, you are. (laughs) And I begun to ask this question, and I'm really curious to hear your answer. And I changed it up. So now it's a two-part question. Okay. And the question is, when you think of what, walking through glass, when you think of it metaphorically, what do you see? What do you think? What comes up when you think about the term walking through glass? Part one. Okay. I, when you say walking through glass, I immediately see transparency um, because glass is transparent. You know, you can see through it. Um, But I also see potential cuts. I see potential cuts. I see potential abrasions. Um, I see force. I see strength. Um, And I I see all of those things because when you're if you're walking through glass, you got to bust through the glass. Um, You can't just you know, we're not invisible to literally walk through it. So that says to me that in order to walk through the glass, you got to go through some stuff Um, and it's not going to be easy. Um, But the key is to keep walking and to keep moving um, to get through the glass, um, regardless to how hard it is, regardless to how many times you get cut. 
Um, and I kind of felt that, you know, where I just see walking through glass and the glass shattering. And when that glass shatters, you don't know where it's going to fall. You don't know what areas of your body it's going to hit, but you have to not be weary in your doing well. You have to keep pressing toward the mark. You have to keep moving, knowing that you can make it through. So when I when I hear that, when I see walking through the glass, it's like, yeah, that's not going to be easy. And I might get cut a little bit or a lot, may even bleed a little bit, you know, and shed some tears. But I got to keep going to make it through to the other side. Wow. Beautiful explanation. So part two, what's your glass? <laughs> <laughs> Um, my glass is sometimes me. Um, just, you know, sometimes I know I can get in my own way with doubting, um, the work that God called me to do, you know, doubting, um, that he called me to do it, doubting that I am capable of doing those things and really standing firm on that word that says, you know, those that I call, I also equip. Um, And, you know, it's a lot easier said than done, but I I feel that sometimes I can be my own glass um, and that I'm second guessing, you know, myself, second guessing my abilities um, and, also procrastinating, you know, that's me, myself, being the glass, procrastinating, not um, prioritizing and, and putting forth the uh, putting time uh, constraints or time restraints around those different things that I'm assigned to or the different obligations that I have. So I would say that more so than anything else, I can be my own glass and I'm probably my piece of glass. Ooh, I felt that. We're keeping it real. You you said, yeah, we we keep it real. Right, my spirit outside my spirit, and and I often talk about getting out of my own, getting out of our head, and so and that's really what the lead her shift movement Mm -hmm. is about: shifting the way that we think, so that we can elevate the way that we lead. And by lead, I mean learn, experience, apply, and develop, because. Particularly as, again, I'm a woman, so I can only speak as a woman, y'all. But others might think, too, have the same challenge. You get so caught up in your own head. And you can convince yourself of that you can, but you can convince yourself that you can't. That's right. And both of them are true Mm -hmm. to you. But I had asked my, um, I posted on Facebook. Because it dropped in my spirit. I was up. I hadn't been sleeping that well lately. And um, I was up just really um, polishing the glass, so to speak. Because I, okay. I was, I was like doing, cause, and, and seeing the glass as myself going, okay, God, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And kind of trying to work through how. And he was saying, just do. Mm-hmm. Quit, I, for you right now in our relationship, and again, I say this in our relationship, it's not the same with everybody. He said, for you, I need you to do and watch me work because you're a thinker already and you keep thinking yourself into the way. <laughs> so I don't need you to think right now. I need you to just do 
do what I tell you to do, you know, because it'll drop in your spirit and I just need you to move. Move and watch me work so that you can, you know, see how it's laid out. And so I, it fell in my spirit. So I posted this question the other day and it was a question that I had to process through. And it was in relation to not only what's happening in this COVID, um, post COVID world, but also in response to the racial unrest and a new clarity for some people. Mm-hmm. And I posted the question, which was, what if your truth is a lie? Wow. And then people were like, whoa, <laughs> you going to come at us like that? <laughs> you going? Mm-hmm. And I said, people are arguing whether they are or aren't a racist, whether they are or aren't an activist, whether they are or and some people know the truth because they've been speaking it into their spirit or they've had it spoken into their spirit mm-hmm. for the majority of their life. Mm-hmm. And because they have been doing this the majority of their life, they have framed it as their truth. And that's where it came to. What if that truth is a lie? What if your whole grounding, because Racism is taught. People aren't just born a racist. It's taught. And so at some point in some subconscious level, it's become their truth. Mm -hmm. And because it's become their truth, now they're having to deal with it. And why there's such a fight with them a lot now is the fact that they're realizing their truth is a lie and their subconscious is battling and they're feeling all kinds of emotions. And and everybody, I think, is having to deal with that on some level. And so when you said that you're your glass <laughs> and you get in, I just it just hit me just to the core because that's been part of my battle and walking through and the cuts and the and the bleeding and the and the unexpected little shards that I thought I swept off up is popping up again. Mm-hmm. You know. So that being said, y'all, you know, I guess we went real deep, real <laughs> early. That's how we do. So talk to me about Total Concepts because I loved it, what you do, what you've been doing and where you're growing to, because as you've been doing your work, your business has been evolving. Talk to us about Total Concepts. So Total Concept is a wellness and fitness entity. Um, that initially started off with um, just personal training um, in the gym or in someone's home. Um, And when God gave me the vision for Total Concept, um, I saw looking at ways to fuel, F-U-E-L, to fuel and to uplift and to help build the person totally, their mind, their body, and their spirit. And so I I, I wanted to be sure that um, I wasn't just a personal trainer or I wasn't just a fitness coach um, because you can get those anywhere. You can get those on the internet. You know, you can, you know, you can get those. They just pop up. Um, but I prayed and asked God to um, separate me, you know, uh, set me apart from the average um, 
personal trainer or wellness coach. And so part of a big part of what I do, um, even if I'm working out with a client, you know, I'm going to give them motivation and inspiration um, because that is just me. That is my heart Um, because there's no way that you can, you know, lose all of this weight and you just, you know, um, to the nines, you dress, you know, everything is bam, bam, bam on the outside because you've been putting in all of this work. You know, you have been um, making modifications to your diet, but then on the inside, you are a wreck because your soul is jacked up. Your soul is torn up. So God gave me a way to be able to pull in the ministry side of me because total concept is ministry for me. And that that when opportunities present themselves or whenever God gives me the nudge, I am open to ministering uh, to my clients. And then total concept is not, I said, it's a wellness entity. So I have personal training. um, And then I also have um, women's online Bible studies. Um, We have been doing those since 2018. Um, virtual women's Bible studies. Um, And it's a group of women. We're from all over the country and we connect um, every week uh, on a specific book um, that we're studying, you know, for that period. Um, So that is a piece of total concept as well. And then I recently um, started a group called 38 and Overweight Living Past Quarantine. It was the vision for um, a lady that I met on a mutual friend page. um, And she reached out to me and said, okay, God showed me you doing this. And I was like, oh, for real, you know, and it was some, there were some things, some components to it that I had thought about before, but I didn't have the push to actually do it. Um, So um, total concept has evolved to, um, experiencing plenty in the pandemic um, with this 38 and overweight group. I think I have 15 uh, people committed to this 30-day journey. Um, well, where they get wellness, they get fitness, they get um, education, they get information, they get inspiration, and they get workouts from me um, in a community of um, that's together, that supports each other. And then um, in this pandemic, I've also just really extended my reach with online workouts, with virtual workouts. Um, that started off with just a small group of women twice a week, and then it dropped in my spirit. You've got to reach the masses. I've called you to um, be, I'm launching you out into the deep. And that's been spoken prophetically over me so many times. And it, it just hit me. Okay, boom. Now I'm going to Instagram live. So that's what total concept is. We um, are strictly focusing on focused on strengthening the mind, body, and soul. And it encompasses uh, wellness. It encompasses counseling. Um, it encompasses Bible studies and even some ladies adventure getaway trips. We do some of those um, as well once a year. I love it. And I recall years ago meeting you and, and saying, some of those things in there. <laughs> and so it has been so beautiful to watch you mm-hmm. just come out of your chrysalis face and begin to fly. Yeah. Thank you. And 
I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm just waiting for the journal series to come out there, y'all. I'm I know. just saying. I, I know. I keep checking. I keep checking, waiting for the link to do my order. Um, <laughs> it's, look, it's coming, Coach. It's coming. Yes, and and I have to speak to this hula hoop phenom. Yeah, I used to love that. And I said, I'm going to need to order me a weighted hula hoop. And I actually used to have one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where it happened in, in the move because I used to love hula hooping. It's a great physical um, way to get in shape uh-huh. and also have fun and move your body. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's amazing from running to hula hooping. And I'm like almost like hypnotized, even like when I'm watching you like talk <laughs> I'm like hypnotized by like her voice, her message and that hula hoop going around, you know? And I thought, wow, how did the hula hoop become such an integral part of total concept? So, um, the, where the hula hoop came from, um, a local, um, run sister, running sister, um, she had asked different people to join in with her, um, in celebration of her 55th birthday, which was April 19th. And she said, we're going to do 55 seconds of hula hoop per day, uh, in the month of April. And I kept seeing their posts and I was like, okay, I have a hula hoop somewhere, Um, And I knew I had one um, still in the box. So I found my hula hoop and I did the 55 seconds. And I was like, wait a minute, I can keep going. And so I decided to do five minutes and 55 seconds per day because that was still in alignment with the 55 for her birthday. And um, it just seemed like... um, You know, as I was doing it, I was recording for accountability. I was recording for accountability just to show them, hey, I'm getting mine in today as well. But then it was, you know, when I recorded, you know, it was like the Lord just the Lord would just give me things to share. Um, And I was like, okay. Um, I can't keep this to myself. You know, I have to put this on my Instagram and it's not to, it's, it's, it's to, yes, it's content, but it's also just a way to share Jesus with other people, you know, and just, you know, let them know, you know, that you can have fun and you can be cute and you can be fly and you can exercise and still love God, you know, and he can, if you just, um, just open yourself, you know, to being receptive, to hear from him, he will speak to you when you least expect it. So in, in all honesty and transparency, I've gone back to some of those hula hoop videos, um, and they have blessed me, um, and, and just amazed, um, Um, One morning I was hula hooping and I just felt the anointing in my house. And I was like, okay, I remember saying, okay, let me get off of that, you know, because I just felt the presence of the Lord. And I'm just like, okay, you know, when we say certain things, you know, we sing these songs, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. And, you know, God, I invite you into all of my space. You know, that means, you know, I'm going to come in while you're hula hooping. I'm going to come in while you're sitting down watching TV. I might even come in while you're sitting at the bar. You know, whenever I want 
want to use you whenever I feel a need, you know, to 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 use you and and to have you speak my word, then I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in. So that's that's really where this hula hoop um, phenom started with other people. But it seemed like the more I posted um People were just drawn to it and it's folks everywhere. They may inbox me or they may text me or they'll comment, you know, on my page. I got me a hula hoop today, you know, and so I'm just excited. You know, I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. And I'm just like, to God be the glory. You know, if if this is this is your means of using me to help others get off the couch and take care of themselves, we're going to keep on hooping. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And that's why I said, okay, I'm going to order me one. Mm-hmm. It is so fun. And we mm-hmm. actually had um, two of the ladies um, hosted a hula hoop party Sunday in uh, in a big, in a parking lot. So everyone was spread out um, and they asked certain ones of us to lead songs. And I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to lead a hula hoop song? Um, but, you know, I just thought about some things that I do at home, like doing some squats, you know, some wide leg squats, some closed leg squats, some turning around with the hula hoop. Um, and it's, it's all about, doing whatever we need to do, doing whatever I need to do to help me stay strong mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Wow. I, like I said, I am going to get a hula hoop because I look at, and and our connection, even from the um, Crimson Team, the running group, and when I hurt my knee, it took me off the run game Mm -hmm. and I felt like running for me at that time had become my catharsis and more than my catharsis. It was how I connected because I love to run by myself Mm -hmm. and it's my praise and worship time. It's my meditation time. So I have anything from praise to tears, to laugh, to giggles during those runs. And when I injured it to the point where the doctor said, you, you cannot, <laughs> you might not feel it. Not only just your knee, cause my knee got better, mm-hmm. but what they found is the compressed disc into my back and my neck and that I might feel okay. But what I was doing was compounding the, the issue. Right. Okay. And I went into depression. Mm-hmm. And it was so difficult because I didn't have that outlet. And I will tell you, since then, I my workout game has never been the same. Wow. Because I missed it. And walking didn't do it for me. Here's only walk, it didn't do it for me. It's something about the run. Something about that. <laughs> yes, honey. I know what you mean. And and I like distance. So I don't want to walk for 20 minutes. I like five, six eight miles, 10 K type runs. I need to go and get back Yeah, (laughs) for five hours. So when I was watching you hula hoop, it was almost like another calling saying there's a movement. Mm -hmm. There's a momentum. There's that energy that you're missing to get you back into the game. And I meant my health, my wellness, my overall total well-being. Mm -hmm. And as you were talking, it just spoke to me again on a whole nother level 
again of that's why I said I could just watch them. And I went to look for them because it was like hypnotic, the same cadence that I had with the run. Wow. It was like it was reborn and renewed with the hula hoop as I watched. And then that heifer started talking. Cause I used to, and when I say I used to do when I was a school principal, I used to have hula hoop challenges. I taught mm-hmm. some kids how to hula hoop, and that heifer was like, "You ain't hula hoop to years. You don't even know how to hoop anymore." Shut up. Heifer, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> as soon as I was like, "Oh, let me go on Amazon and order hula hoop." What you going Oh, you ain't gonna use it. You ain't hula hooped. Any- shut up. I'm getting a hula hoop. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm getting. You know. And I said, Tarita coming on the show, I think she needs to do a hula hoop marathon <laughs> to raise money <laughs> and invite people around the world to tune in and get their own hoop on. And this will be a wonderful way to raise money for a thousand. I mean, she got, this is one of the most giving childs I know. I don't know which one she got. But Lord, I was like, Okay, we need to do a hula hoop a thon. Wouldn't that be cool, y'all? That would be neat. That would be neat. So, and I just came with that. I said, she need to do a hoop a thon. And and um, all right, y'all ain't saying she got to go 24 hours and be like DJ quick up in the Instagram all night, all day. But that would be dope. Hmm. Just What's saying. That? I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. While I'm out here. Okay, push. Nah, you know, I'm a push because for some of us who don't run anymore, and I and to be honest with you, I'm at that space again. I said, my God says, I, I kind of want to get back in. It might I might run differently. I might run slower, but I'm I feel like I'm ready to run again, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like <laughs> It does. It makes perfect sense. And I, I I, think if we, if I could just pause right here and drop this in there, you want to be sure, because I know what it's like to be injured. Um, I experienced injury um, before. Um, and when I experienced that injury and it sat me down for months where I could not run, I stayed connected to the run community. Um, and I couldn't walk or run. Um, and I was a run coordinator at the time, but every morning that we had our group run, which was five days a week, I was in my car sitting in the parking lot. Um, when it was time, you know, when we gathered up, I was in the circle leading prayer or a part of prayer. Um, and while they went out and ran, I was sitting in my car on the parking lot and I was working on my master's then. So I was doing my homework and I knew about what time people would start heading back on the route. So I would drive down the street. Yes. At five o'clock in the morning, blowing my horn, you know, cheering them on and that kind of stuff. And then I'd come back to the parking lot and I'd get out of my car with my cowbells and start cheering. And this was Monday through Friday. That was, that wasn't anything that anybody asked me to do. That wasn't anything that was required of me. But for me personally, one, I was a leader. So I I felt like my group still needed to see my face, though we, you know, I had a, I had, you know, someone else leading with me. I felt like they still needed to see my face too. That helped me stay connected, you know, to, to the run, to the running community. Um, and when I came back, um, 
I had to come back slower. Um, I had to give myself some grace. Um, and I came back doing intervals, um, doing a run-walk interval. And that was in 2015. I'm still doing run-walk intervals. I have PR'd my marathon and my half marathon doing intervals. So I, I shared all of that to say to you, give yourself some grace, okay? Don't be so hard on yourself. And get back out there and just try walk run, you know, and see and see how you feel, you know, and and don't don't, um, you know, be so hard on yourself to say, oh, you know, you you used to do these three miles, you know, in 35 and 38 minutes. Oh, it's taking you an hour now. But the fact is you're out there and you're that trying. Part. And I, I think that's that's what happens that so many times that's going back to me being the glass, you know, us being our own glass is we get in our own way and we end up with our mouths talking ourselves out of our next or out of our breakthrough because we just we're just downing ourselves with the things that come out of our mouths. That's a whole word. I know. And that's a whole word. And. When the gyms were open, I had started going back on the elliptical mm-hmm. and the stair step piece. And I realized that in my mind, and our brain is amazing, is that I got frustrated because I went hard out the gate, Mm-mm. but did not have a conversation with my body. <laughs> to say, that elliptical um, is no joke. You ain't worked out in forever in 15 days. And you thought you was about to go out here and do this. And so then the next day when I, my every body, and I didn't stretch properly, ain't hydrated properly. I ain't done ever, nothing properly. That elliptical Just, told you down, baby. It wasn't so much the elliptical. It was, I call it the God of those stairs. Those stairs that kind of come out, those flowy stairs. Oh, the stair, the uh, stair master, yeah. the stair stepper. Yes. Ooh, yes, both That's of those. Cool. And, um, and, and I put a lot of resistance in there. So mm. it pushes. And then I do the pace as if it's a running pace. Oh, okay. So, so like, you were trying to show out on the, on the machines. Okay. Showing out on the machines. And I, and I thought about that. So then it's like, oh my God, I'm in so much pain. I can't go back. So then I got to take the time off. And then I break that whole momentum and cycle. And I thought too, when I was thinking, those are behavior those are behaviors that we have to break because how often do we do that in life? Yeah. In our business, in our relationships, hmm. in the big pieces of things that we have to attack is that we start out at the gate and I, and I'm going to specifically speak to what's happening with this whole focus on social justice and action mm-hmm. and that people aren't trained for it. <laughs> And they starting out the gate going hard and they're not prepared. They don't even have the right nutrients, knowledge, nothing. And it's almost like running a race that we're going to run a marathon, but you burn your glycogen out within the first mile. Don't even make the mile marker. Right. Because you weren't trained, you weren't prepared and you went out too fast and you weren't running your race at your pace and you just took off. And so I was sitting here thinking about, my mentor saying the way you do the one thing or the way you do something is the way you do everything. Mm. <laughs> so this is a perfect time to look at your life. 
<laughs> your total life. Get that total concept. That's why yeah. I love the concept. And see, where do you need to restructure? Where do you need to get out of your own way? Where do you need to reframe your decision-making? Where do you need to take a look at you and get clear on who you are, mind, body, soul, and spirit, and then begin to make decisions that are in aligned in who you're called to be? Mm -hmm. And as you were speaking, I was thinking about the circle from the hula hoop, the cadence of the run, the bringing it all together in taking a look at total wellness, even the name of your business, even the strategy. So these are all the visuals that are just was hitting me as you were talking to see that total package in that total concept and asking myself, so what's next? What are you going to do about it? You see it. You're now aware of it. What action are you going to take next? And that's what I was asking myself. And as I was listening to you and, and I know those people listening were getting mega nuggets because honey, you done dropped some serious things. So for people like me even, and, and like you, where do you start to start to put yourself back into alignment and to, to move in a holistic manner to your next grader? So one of my, um, or my mantra, my mantra, um, my hashtag is get me right. Um, and more often than not, we don't want to take the time to work on ourselves. You know, we, we don't want to take the time to look at our own faults, look at our own shortcomings, look at where we messed up, look at what we could stand to do better. You know, look at me, 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 me. Um, and, and I know when I was growing up, um, I would hear my grandmother and them say in the, in the, in the church, you know, um, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. You know, it's not anybody else, you know, it's me. So what I do, even in, in my approach, um, in my business strategies, um, in my plans, everything that I do, I come back to get me right because I want anyone that I interact with, anyone that comes in contact with me, with Total, total Concept, I want them to know that that it starts with them. You know, you have to make, we have to make a conscious decision because first we have to change our minds. It first starts in the minds. We have to make up our minds that we want to make a change. We, we have to make up our minds that we're sick and tired of being sick and tired because everyone's ceiling is different. Everyone's glass is different. Some people's glass may be thicker than other people's glass so that you may not be able to burst through, you know, as easily or as quickly as other people. So we have to first and foremost change our minds. And then look in the mirror to say, okay, this is me. 
This is what I'm working with. This is this this is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I'm willing to do. And then we actually have to put feet to it. We have to put action to it. A little while ago, you said it's the doing it. I have to just do it. Everything looks, you know, it, it's cool to sit down and be like, oh, yeah, that looks good. Oh, yeah, that looks fun. Oh, I think I can do that. But sitting and looking at it is not going to make a difference. It's not going to make a change. So we actually have to literally stop talking about it and be about it. We have to not just be hearers of the word, but we have to be doers of the word in order for us to reach our God-given potential and reach our next and continue to move forward. We've got to self-assess at every at every stop. We have to self-assess to say what what did I do well? What did I you know, what did I not do so well? You know, and and then forgive ourselves, love ourselves, give give ourselves some grace. We're we, we're quick to give other people grace. We're quick, yes, to even forgive other people. But when it comes to me, when it comes to ourselves, that is like the most difficult thing that we can do is give ourselves some grace. So I would start off by literally getting me right. For anyone that's connected, you open your mouth and you say, okay, I need to get me right. Because in order for you to be a, a, a part of anything else, a part of someone else, compliment someone else in a relationship, you got to be together. Now, TV time out. That's not to say that you're going to be perfect because none of us are perfect, okay? But it it does say that you're working on yourself enough to just not go in there raggedy, you know, and you just go in there, oh, well, it's just how I am. Mm-mm, you're going to be by yourself, you know, being just how I am. Um, but what you can't, what we can do is literally take an opportunity to dig deep, to self-assess, to be honest with ourselves, to be be honest with God, be raw and authentic with God, even in our prayers and just God, I don't like, I don't like the way that I am. You know, I am a raggedy, funky mess and I know <laughs> it's not right. You know, so God, I need for you to work on, I'm serious. I need for you to work on me. You know, I need for you to, to see my heart because, you know, what's in my heart is not what's coming necessarily out of me. So God, I need for you to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me and purge out all of this stuff that I know is not like you because I'm sick of being stressed out. I'm sick of being worn out. I'm sick of dragging myself around, you know, so I want something different in order for me to get something different and be something different. I got to do something different. I hope that answered your question. Oh, oh, get me right. Mm. <laughs> mm. Wow. I mean, like, mm. just mm. honestly, I'm, well, <laughs> mm. what else is there to say? Mm. Ooh, I that. My God. I mean, oh. I mean, the reality of it is, and I don't know where we are on time. The reality, the reality of it is we can be so much farther along if we get out of our own way. We can be so much farther along if we just shut up sometimes. You know, we can be so much farther along if we really just work, work, work on 
on yourself. You know, the Bible says, you know, you work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. You, I can't, I can't be this all in all in all to my honey or to my kids or to my, even to my grandbaby or to my mom or my sisters or my friends. If I'm being absolutely nothing to myself, if I'm wearing Mm -hmm. myself down, if every time you look up, I'm stressed out, I got highs. I'm, Ooh, I'm so tired. You know, Ooh, I just need me a nap. Ooh, Ooh, you know, because I'm not taking care of myself. So if I want to be whole over there, if I want to be my best over there, if I want them to see some things in me that I can't see in myself, because that's what the Holy Ghost will do. The Holy Ghost will make you shine before me and that light will shine before me that you ain't even know that light was shining. You know what I'm saying? So the thing of it is in order for you to be all of that, then you've got to take that time to work on yourself. That does not mean you isolate yourself. Does not mean that you pull away from people, but it means that you take some time to get me right, to get you right. Amen. Okay, I'm a hush. Mm. 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 Well, with that, I mean, in all in all honesty, that's it. I, I there's what a way to close. Mm. What a way to close. The only thing that we need to add is how can people find you? Where do they need to go look? What platforms are you on? I am on Instagram under TC, like total concept, TC Mind, Body, Soul on Instagram, on Facebook. I am on as total concept dash fitness coach on Facebook. Well, my final comments are. If you don't know after this, listening to this, then I don't know what it's going to take because you need to know that you have the power and the authority and the authority Mm. to transform your situation. And if you need somebody to get you right, then you need to go look up total concept, mind, body, soul. Mm-hmm. And um, if any element, I know every element of this show spoke to me. That if you have never shared an episode of Walking Through Glass, you're going to need to share this episode. You're going to need to get your pen and paper out and hit repeat and replay and download again and again because there are so many amazing golden nuggets in it. And um, I just want to say thank you for. It took about 25 years. <laughs> but whoo, honey. For such was a time as this. It was it was exactly the right time. Mm-hmm. And I'm 100% sure that you needed to be on at this time in this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. What a great episode. All right, y'all. That's it for this episode of Walking Through Glass, the podcast. Until we chat again, see you later. Bye-bye.